What's up, guys? Welcome back to Wade in the Walter, the world's current smallest podcast, kind of, sort of, not really anymore. What point can I not say that anymore? I don't know, but I'm going to run this into the ground. Anyways, yep, welcome back to the show. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Yeah, welcome to the show. What's up, guys? We've got our lovely co-hosts, Dustin Gates and Dimitri Serrano. Today is a boys-only episode. Welcome back to Wade and Walter, the world's current smallest podcast. We all have mics now. It's super cool. Like, look. Look at mine. Mine's blue. And Dustin wants to be me. So he got another blue one. And Dimitri is the only one with, like, the weird cool one that's like, probably works the best. Yeah. Except he has to sit there like this into his mic. Like, yeah. Okay, after experiencing some technical difficulties, uh, we are all here. And look at Dimitri. He looks great. I'm back. I'm back. Why do you guys both have good cameras and mine sucks? Not sure, Walter. You're not sure. I'm on my MacBook computer, so. That's because, okay, well, MacBooks have, like, the iPhone cameras. Anyways, welcome to this special holiday edition of Wade and the Walter. Merry Christmas. Dun, 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 dun. Not even Thanksgiving, Walter. Huh? Yeah, Christmas not stuff is not until after Thanksgiving. I thought Christmas was this Thursday. Oh. Well, I don't care because Thanksgiving sucks. Christmas on top. Dun, 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 Thanksgiving's dun, dun. underrated. What? Thanksgiving is a top three holiday. That's scandalous to say. Hold on. Okay, so I guess we're starting this episode then. Uh. Yeah, so first off, how are you going to say Thanksgiving's top three? Let's see. Christmas, Halloween, Easter are better. Easter. Easter. Bro, Easter I'll even. I'll even Easter's at four. Huh? Easter's at four. It goes Christmas, Halloween, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's not top Easy top five. three. Hold Easy on. Thanksgiving's top not top five. Thanksgiving's not top five. Hear me out. Hear me out. So give me Christmas at one. Give me Halloween at two. Easter at three, Fourth of July at four, and let's see, New Year's at five. I'll take New Year's over. Fourth of July at four is crazy. Fourth Fourth of July is not a. In holiday. fact, I'll even take May the fifth be with you. Star Wars Day over Thanksgiving. Now I have to edit. I hate myself, um, but yeah, that is a wild statement. It's Christmas season. Like I don't know what to tell you guys. It is Christmas season. Whatever. Mariah right. Carey took down the Halloween decorations, put up the Christmas decorations. We see the same TikTok every year. And yeah. Dun, dun, right. dun, 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 what are we talking dun. about today, Walter? Uh, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Well, you know, I try to keep this podcast not political. So, but uh, Donald Trump is running for president again in 2024. And to it should be no one's surprise, but it turns out a lot of people seemed really surprised. Like, dude, I don't know. I saw the amount of people I saw being like, bro, tell me this is a joke and stuff like that was like absurd because I was like, and don't get me wrong. I am not partial to Trump by any means. And I'm trying to maintain an apolitical stance for the most part on here. But like, come on, we we all knew he was going to run, right? Like, I mean, yeah, I don't know how you didn't know he was going to run. Yeah. yeah, I um, all I have to say is everyone over the age, actually, that's ages, if you will. I'm gonna say this I don't care Maybe. if it's ages, say it, Dimitri, because you're right. All right, all right. old people <laughs> should not be presidents. <laughs> okay, you should that is just the facts. Def- define old, please, because uh, um, okay, it see, this is the thing. So, as over time, um, you know, we're getting better with medicines and modern medicines and stuff like that. And just stuff in general that will keep you mentally sane as you age. Um, but I still think there needs to be some like standardized, like just test for presidents. Um, you know, if they're, they're to a certain age and they can't do proper stuff and communicate both ways, whatever you are. I mean, literally Trump and Biden are just both old. Um, I, I think it adds an element because they've been through a lot of stuff, but they're just out of touch with modern modern society and the way that, you know, the most of the population is going to want things done. I don't even know how they've been elected, you know, both 
both the presidencies. It's just it's just crazy to me. But um, I don't know. I feel like there's not enough young people voting. But I think after this last election, a lot more young voters turned out. So I think next election we should hopefully be able to uh to choose two nominees that are not going to be old. So hopefully, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, what kind of world do we live in where we end up with two senior citizens in the final race? <laughs> Guys, we have, we're doing so good. We had just had Obama. He's young for a president. And then we end up with Hillary versus Trump because Hillary's old too, which I guess at the time they weren't like crazy old, old. But then in 2020, we have Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. Trump can barely walk and Biden can't ride a bike. Um, I think there needs to be a physical standard test and yeah. Yeah. One second. Anyways, as I was saying, um, after I was so rudely interrupted, just kidding. I love you, grandma. Uh, let's, um, just, yeah. Like, no, I feel like the age limit to be a president should be about 66, 65 ish around that range. Basically, if you qualify for senior citizenship, you should not be able to yeah. be the president. And the I'm thing like, is, um, sorry, it's the you know you you could say it's like uh, discriminatory against old people. Good or um, good, but I mean you could say the same thing. <laughs> I mean, against it, it, it's young different people. in the sense of a maturity standpoint, but your mind literally, like at a certain point, sorry. Uh, your mind at a certain point doesn't isn't as you know young and it just ages and then that affects it obviously so it's like it's the same thing with young people they don't let anyone under 18 vote because you're not experienced you haven't experienced enough when you're that age it gets to a point where it's like okay can these people understand what the youth and the people the majority of people in america are going through and it's like no i don't i don't think they're really in touch so um yeah they definitely need to i don't know bring a standardized i don't even know because it's the same thing about driving right we have this discussion yeah. ap gov it's like should these people be allowed to drive when they are literally putting people no. in danger they know? shouldn't be you should have to retake your driver's test every four years yeah with yeah driving. i completely agree it, it um, should be the same thing with presidency i guess um but it's it's i don't know it's very weird it's it's weird that they have been um elected and it's just, it's, I don't know. We'll see the next election, what happens. It should be very interesting. Should be a very interesting, what, two years? Yeah, two years. And yeah. now we can all vote. Guess what? Yeah. yeah, the idiots who run this podcast are allowed to vote in a couple of years. Welcome to America. Anyway, <laughs> but um, with the age thing, and uh, then I'll let Dustin say something, then we'll be done with politics. Because like, this isn't a political podcast, guys. We love everybody. Everybody's welcome here. Blue, red, orange, green. Republican, Democrat, Green Party, Libertarian, Communist. We love you all. Independence. Um, yeah, I forgot that's a thing. Um, <coughs> ooh, excuse me. But given the fact that there's an age restriction on when you can run, being 35, even though your brain's fully developed at 25, again, no, it should probably be like a, if you're a few years from where your brain starts deteriorating a lot or you are of that age, you should not be able to run for president. And yeah. that is plain and simply, like, that's not ageist or anything. It's just kind of how it is. And then also, I believe that the president should represent the people of America um, as the figurehead. So the president probably needs to be around the age of the majority of the workforce yes. because that's the bulk of America and a growing middle class. Yeah. Well, I guess our middle class is shrinking right now, actually, isn't it? it? It's shrinking, yeah. It's shrinking, but that's who needs to be represented, like that age group, the workforce. Right, right. Uh, Dustin, do you have anything to add? No, I was just going to say, I fully agree with you guys. I think we need a president that's like mid-40s, early 50s, know kind of what, what the people want. That's I mean, we don't need a 70-year-old. Honestly, age restriction should be like 65, then done. Agree. I 100% agree. 
Um, yeah. You know what? Yeah, gain a Gen Xer in there would be cool. I feel like Gen X is a solid generation, in my opinion, which would be those 40, 50s range. Um, let's see. Guess. God, there was something else I was going to mention. I'm sorry. I'm not over this. Thanksgiving is actually in your guys' top three holidays. Yes. Like, can I just get an explanation? I never got an explanation. All right. So Thanksgiving, right? I'm going to talk to you about why it is a top three holiday right here. Okay. If I hear anything fitness related, I'm going to smack you. The food. In fact, this is awesome. It's the best out of every holiday. The food is amazing. I will say, I don't know. It's, it's, I think the food aspect is a little overrated. I think people, it's just, you know, it's turkey. It's great. It's basic stuff. But I think that it's it's nice because everybody comes into town. Um, the vibes are immaculate. The leaves are falling. Football, football is so amazing and fun. And I'll say this 20 times out of 20. Football during Thanksgiving is better than basketball during Christmas. Like NBA. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I still say it. I still say it. You will. This is your last episode on our podcast. And I still you say it. Never, you will never. Actually, I might have to agree with him. Oh, my God. You guys are terrible. People. It depends. It depends. Okay. It depends on the NBA Christmas games. Because, like. The NBA Christmas games bang every year. The no, NFL no. Thanksgiving games don't. Because the NFL Thanksgiving games always have to have the Cowboys and the Packers. Packers are terrible this year. So, like, I don't yeah. care. I don't care about who the Packers are playing on Thanksgiving. You know why? Because the Packers suck. What's on? And the Cowboys are the Cowboys. So I don't care. They're gonna they're gonna end up losing the first round of playoffs like they do every year. So the weather, the weather though, it's just the, it's just immaculate. The weather's man. terrible. No, it's not. No, it's Thanksgiving. Not. The Thanksgiving weather is just per. It's like not okay. It's cold. Don't get me wrong. We're, we we live in Kansas, guys. Who are in Europe watching this? Oh yeah, I, we live in Kansas, we right? Have European listeners worldwide. We do have European listeners, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, we do. Now we okay. have several European we have guys. We do live in Kansas, all right? So we get seasons, right? Right now we're yeah, in we our like people. we're in our. It's kind of like forties, fifties. At least it should be. It's been you really saying cold. It's forties, fifties. You are lying to the but but of America. It's been really cold lately. But I'm telling you, on Thanksgiving it's going to be like fifty degrees, sunny. And that's just a lot better. For our than- European listeners, it's been under zero degrees Celsius recently and under okay, 32 yeah, degrees be Fahrenheit a lot. Okay. And so Dimitri's a liar. And uh I'm talking average temperatures. <laughs> Usually around this time, it's like fall is like 40s and 50s. Nice weather. The leaves are falling. The vibes are good. We have an entire this is why I like it, all right? We have an entire week off of school in Ola- in Olathe, Kansas. Dustin, what is it for you? Do you have a week off? I get um Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, we got a week off. Yeah, it's this like, is the first year we've gotten a week off in a while. Last year we had it. And last year we didn't have the full week off. Yeah, did we? we did. Oh, yeah. we did. Huh. Yeah. Also, Dimitri just exposed our location, so I'm just gonna say his address right now. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, shocker. We live in Kansas, all right. No one cares, but well, um, specified the city, but yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's okay. I'll bleep it. It's out a big here. city, guys. It's like 180,000 in here. I'm going to say good luck still trying to find it. Yeah. Good luck trying to find us. Hey, by the way, he lives on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I don't know. It's just the vibes, the food, football. It's a good combination. And it's a top three because of that. There's nothing you could put. And, and 4th of July, who cares about some fireworks? All right. I like, do. It's just, it's just light in the sky. Like, it's cool. But it's not top three. I did not top I, three. I did I say it was top three? I did say it was yeah, top three. No, I said it was four. I said it was four. Nope, 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 nope. I said it was four. You said, said it's it better three. than Thanksgiving, though. I said it's better than Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving six. Thanksgiving Fourth of July six. is not. It's Thanksgiving six. So here today in the summer where you shoot we, some fireworks. Okay. Can we even gone. consider Fourth of July a holiday? Yes. I mean, literally all you do is watch fireworks for like 30 minutes and that's it. You know, you eat barbecue, you watch fireworks. What do you do on Thanksgiving? You eat food and watch football. Yeah, what you is... eat food. That's, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Bro, okay. Um, the food the you family? have on Thanksgiving is just a riff off the food you have on Christmas. No, it's the other way around. Yeah. Christmas is after Thanksgiving. Therefore, it wasn't are... invented after Thanksgiving. Okay, but I would say that the the Christmas food, it's still 
a co- it's almost like a copycat. When you think of food, you don't think of Christmas dinner. I mean, it's oh, it's a because, thing, but it's yeah, like because... when you think of a food and holiday, you think of Thanksgiving. That's because that's it's all Thanksgiving iconic. has. That's all it's Thanksgiving. Iconic. No, that's because that's all Thanksgiving has. Christmas has everything. Christmas has gifts, Santa, family, movies, songs, food. And like it has everything. It has Mariah Carey. Okay. Also, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, really hot take. Christmas music is overrated. Get off my pod. I hate but like why did I pick you guys to be my co-host? This is terrible. You're That's wrong. You heard me. Mariah Carey Mariah Carey's um song is the most overplayed song in the world. It's overplayed. It is overplayed. It might be one of the let's just let's just say it. Christmas music is not good. What? It's not good. What? It's overplayed. Bro, what are you talking about, bro? Anyway. No. no. And Christmas music cannot be played till after after Thanksgiving. Nope. Okay, hold on, hold on. No. Christmas music starts on November 1st. And you bang it all the way to Thanksgiving. You give Thanksgiving its day. You give Thanksgiving its day. Then right after you go back to banging Christmas music. That's how you do it. That's Bro, how you... I don't... That's, that's the thing. I feel like Christmas has... I don't know. There, there is a lot more time to do stuff. I don't know. It just, it's just, there's a lot of time to do stuff. And it, it is nice because you can, I don't know, the vibes, I think, are really good during Christmas. I think Christmas is, I mean, it's it's obviously number one. I, I think. Yes, it is. It's either Christmas or Halloween. Christmas but I feel like there's just one. much more to do on, on like a Christmas. Uh, Christmas solos Halloween because once you get a certain age, Halloween just turns yeah. into dress up and Partying. like. Party, and party. And, yeah. which is like you can do that any weekend. Yeah, you want to know what I did on Halloween this year? I edited this podcast because no one wants to help me. It's really sad. I'm abused on the show, by the way. My co-hosts are abusive, especially Dustin. <laughs> you caught me. Any you other me. Uh, interesting topics we got? Let's see. Um, crap. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So this is like completely different, but it's a boys only episode, so I don't care. Do you guys think dragons were real? Like, hear me out, hear me out. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. So across like every ancient civilization, Romans, Greek, ancient Mesopotamia, South Africa, stuff like that. Everywhere, there are pictures and depictions of these winged creatures breathing fire. There's no way they didn't exist at some point if it's across all these cultures. Dragons are not real. The only dragon that is real is that one dragon from Jesse. What's that lizard? Komodo dragon. Komodo dragon? That's not a dragon, though. When I'm saying a dragon, I'm talking about, well, then there's bearded dragons and stuff like that. But anyways, uh, the only dragon, what's all, I'm talking about dragons that can fly and breathe fire. No, dragons are not no. real. No. Bro, no. Then why why in every ancient culture did they have a depiction of it? Every single one. There's not like thing there's not a single one where the dragons weren't depicted. Even ancient Egypt and stuff. Dude, literally like Greek mythology they ha- they make up a bunch of crap of like stuff that was in the sky, just giants, it just giant everything. I didn't say just Greece though cuz it's across every single one. Egypt did the Egyptians did the same thing, dude. They're like hieroglyphics and just Yeah, but then like... why is that the consistent thing? Like why are dragons a consistent thing across all mythos? I'm just saying it's some food for thought. Like do you walk down the street and see a dragon? No, cuz they went extinct like dinosaurs. And here, here's and here we are, and okay, so here's why they wouldn't have found their bones or anything, right? So in order for a beast that big to fly, their bones would have had to been hollow, like birds. And hollow bones, um, what's called decay at a faster rate, and so we wouldn't be able to discover them. Are you looking it up? No, uh, I'm just. I was about to, then I was like, dude, I'm not gonna. I don't need any evidence because. That that statement that you made, I don't think it's possible for like, like fire. Like you're saying they spit fire. Yeah, something like that, or what's on, or even just like a giant lizard that flies. 
Okay, that's not... See, what's your definition of a dragon? Because at that point, I think, like, stuff obviously existed on Earth before us, just, like, dinosaurs and stuff. Um, like, pterodactyls and stuff, but well, I don't know. Ptero- pterodactyls are more like birds than, like... But again, okay. I'm saying, like, like a dragon from mythology... does A, a dragon from mythology ne- doesn't necessarily have to spit fire, but... Um, what's called? So, like, do you think it's possible we had giant winged lizards flying around Earth at one point? No, not at all. You don't think it's possible no. at all? Not at all. No. Really? Like, okay, why? Again, th- that's what I'm asking: is why is it across every mythos? Because this is the only consistency across every mythos. I mean, the concept is really cool, but literally, mm-hmm. like. Dragons are are the ideal, just like bad, badass like thing. That's just you know, I don't know the the element of breathing dragons. That's just like flying around. It's just like the coolest thing. But so you obviously think- they're gonna want to portray that they had dragons in the time period. I mean, we draw a bunch of crazy crap all the time. It's just the same thing. It's just. So you think all these people across the world who had no idea of like each other, generally speaking, um, around the same time, just were like, oh, I think this exact same flying lizard is cool. So I'm going to depict it. So you think there's no shot. That's great. No. And and if there were dragons, you would think, oh, maybe we would find some like bones or something i, I literally oh, just God. explained why it's because their bones would have to be hollow and so they would just decay and not be there they'd evaporate no someone would have had to have found some at it's, some point of time it's the same with birds i mean there are no clues of like ancient birds uh but yeah i'm just saying i'm just i'm saying it's some food for thought you guys can be deniers but i'm just saying i think it's very possible no. All right. Well, next. Next. Okay. I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to present something you guys would want to talk about because I love my co host. Okay. Um, Dustin, you got something? Um, yeah, it isn't that easy, is it? <laughs> we can talk about that KU Duke game. You yeah. could. That's true. I mean, KU is the best team in the country. We're going back to back. Texas is scaring me. Texas isn't that scary. Gonzaga's frauds. I said that at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Gonzaga is a fraudulent team every year. They play in a super weak conference, so they get a really high seed, and then they lose in the Sweet 16 every year. Yeah. I think not Kentucky. Kentucky scares me. I know they lost to Michigan State, but, I mean, it's early in the year, so everybody loses. Kentucky scares me. scares you? I don't, I don't know. I was not that impressed with Kentucky either. Like, to me, like, Duke's one of the most talented teams in the country, and we just, like, I know the score wasn't as lopsided as it should have been, but, like, dude, we kind of just owned them the whole game. We well, pro- that and, honestly, if you realistically look at, like, matchups against Kentucky, we, it's pretty even, but who's guarding um. She would Oscar Sweetbutt. Yeah. So hasn't he been hurt recently, actually, or something? Yeah, he ju- the his first game back was the Michigan State game. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I mean, I think we match up fine. Um, I know, but because you have to remember, people were saying, "Oh, what are we gonna do against Phil Pankowski and Derek Light?" Yeah, that's true. And I know, I know they're not sure. as good of college. I was gonna say they are nowhere close to Sheboy. Yeah, and because someone's going to see this and be like, oh, you don't know basketball. Kyle Filipinkowski and Derek Lively were both five stars in high school, and Oscar Sheepway was nobody in high school. That's not how that works. College basketball is different. Yeah, um, you can be a five-star five and then literally – Christian Brown. Anyways, uh, but, um, yeah, now I'm just – I'm not worried, and I genuinely like – this might be our best defensive team we've had in a very long time. Uh, yeah, I would definitely say that. Also, Dewan Harris is the best true point guard in the country and the best defender in the country. You should come on the podcast. Thank you, Dewan. Um, Dewan is really good. Um, I have uh, another topic, Walter, okay. if I can introduce it. Yeah, um, you can. 
you you heard about Jeff Saturday, right? The Colts coach. Oh uh, yeah. He had no experience. So just like to preface, he had no experience coaching, and they hired him. Um, I don't know. People are upset because, like, coaches, um, and like former coaches, and then like ESPN, CBS analysts, um, just people like talk shows, they're saying that it's like a disgrace to coaching because you guys know how like the ladder works with coaching, like yeah. how like you have to work your way up. Yeah. Um, he was like a six-time Pro Bowler. Um, I think he won. He won a Super Bowl, and I think. It's, I think it's disrespectful to Jeff Saturday, who was an offensive lineman, and he'd, he'd been working for ESPN. Um, I think it's super disrespectful because they're just clowning him on TV everywhere I go. And, like, every every channel I see, they're still talking about it. Um, I just don't really get it because I feel like you could say the same thing about um, announcers who are former players, like, that just immediately get the job um, commentating, like, primetime games when they have no experience and there are like people with social media uh the media and stuff that have been working interning for 20 plus years and they still can't get that big major role so i think it's kind of i think it's kind of hypocritical um i think it was cower uh with cbs he he said like oh it's a disgrace to the coaching community but he was a coach and he had never been a commentator an analyst and he got the job at CBS the year he retired from coaching. So it's kind of hypocritical in my eyes, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, because you don't necessarily have to work your way up through, like, even if it is traditionally like that, you don't necessarily have to work your way up through a company if, one, if let's keep it real, if you have those connections. Right. Because networking is a big deal in all facets of life and getting to where you want to be. Um. And Jeff Saturday is a former player, and what he's been just their coach the past two games, right? If I'm not mistaken, yeah, just yeah, he's just won in, in in those two games. Uh, he beat the Raiders, a very a talented Raiders team, and they lost to the Eagles by one today. I won, yeah, which was a big deal. They gave the Eagles a big fight. So Jeff Saturday has been doing good. Um, as the interim head coach, I would say okay, I would say there are better coaches out there that they could have brought in like yeah. they could have brought in eric Bieniemy. yeah and no. i would have so much rather have seen eric Bieniemy go be a head coach than jeff saturday but jeff saturday did i want to say jeff saturday did play his whole career with the colts yeah yeah i mean there is kind of a was the starting center for them for however many years yeah. here's yeah. the coach and that's that's the other thing too um, a lot of people are upset with um, Eric Bieniemy, and um, it's just been a big debate. I saw on uh, Monday Night Football, they were talking about um, like, is it a racial thing where um, they need to try and implement more minority coaches? And they were upset because Jeff Saturday got the position when other coaches who are of color, oh. you know, or are not getting that role yeah it's it's so, it's very debatable but it's so, it's interesting because that the networking part is you know if he yeah. knew somebody and he'd been playing there and it's it's like they think he can get the job done i don't really see the issue it's just it's just on or it's just a different way of hiring somebody i think that so, we're not really used to and uh, well okay another thing i have to say what people are not talking about he's an interim head coach it's temporary there, this is not supposed to be a permanent solution. And then the thing with B enemy, they're not going to hire B enemy in the middle of the season. Um, because like, why would, he, why would B enemy leave the chiefs in the middle of the season? Um, yeah. go, going from being a coordinator and then just being thrown into head coaching. Cause usually they just hire or they promote the OC or something to be the interim head coach on a team. But instead yeah. they, hired a player who had been playing there for several he just retired like a year or two ago right yeah it was like, uh, it was like four i think or four like years, four yeah. or five years ago yeah, yeah like but he's still familiar with the organization the people in it and probably generally familiar with the players and uh this playbook and it's like so it makes sense for a temporary solution um if he does well he deserves a head coaching job but 
Um, yeah, I mean, having grievances with it, obviously, I'd I've I'd love for Bienemy to get a head coaching job. I've wanted him to get a head coaching job since what 2019, 2020, yep. when he yep. was first, and that's when he should have. Yep. So, I mean, I think there's validity to saying it's a racial thing because maybe it is. There's been plenty of other coaches hired and that don't have the resume he has. Mm-hmm. But to get mad about Jeff Saturday when he's an interim head coach, Bienemy's not looking for an interim head coaching position. He's looking for a permanent right. coaching position. In fact, he should be in Denver right now. And that's all just what I'm saying. We're seeing the crapshoot over there uh, yeah. with them. That was a bad hire. Coach. Really bad hire. It was a really bad hire. They could have hired the enemy. Uh, they could have literally hired someone who knows their division rival. And guess what? Their season might be completely different if they had done that. Um, so you suck, Broncos. Yep. Um, hmm. Let's see. What else? Jake Paul. No. <laughs> Jake um, Paul every episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We need it for the views. Jake Paul, Jake Paul, Jake Paul, Jake Paul, Jake Paul. Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, drink prime. Uh, don't drink or wait. No, hold on. I don't want to burn bridges in case. So drink prime. Um, anyways, let's see. I'm trying to think. So do you guys think like Andrew Tate will run for president at some point? <laughs> oh um, because no, 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 no. Just because I got a bunch of crap on TikTok about like, oh, he can't run for president. He's not from here. Yes, he is. He was born in Chicago. I, I I think there there might be I saw someone say you have to live in America for 15 consecutive years. Is that true? It's not consecutive. Uh, it's not consecutive, but it it is 15, I think. He grew up Yeah, here. I think it has to be well, a Well, he completely like, he completely grew up here, so Yeah, I just I just don't know the facts uh on how long he's been he's been a citizen, but you have to be for because you can leave and come back but i think it is uh we learned about it in ap gov but you have to be it's for a certain amount of years so i'm not i'm not completely sure so i wouldn't i don't know i can't really speak on this to be honest but i'm I'm not 100 percent sure but i that that kind of brings kind of brings the fact um another another topic we can discuss is kind of like like the whole culture of like because people were saying like i saw in the last um clip like, could somebody win a president basically being like a meme or like a joke? Donald because, like, Trump did it. No, no. Yes, that was a it was a joke. No one took him seriously in his Dude, own party. He had he had such he gathered a large Hispanic population. He gathered a large old population. He gathered a lot of people. And and you'd be surprised how many people he exactly. actually convinced. Exactly. No, but that that's what I'm saying. But Donald Trump was a joke and a meme like when he was running. When it was announced Donald Trump was okay, yeah. for president, the people were laughing about it. And it's the same thing that would happen with Tate. And like I think it's really funny. I'm considering dropping a video essay about the similarities of Donald Trump and Andrew Tate. But that'd be um, crazy. I might do it next week because I we're on break. I have nothing better to do. Yeah, like, dude, um, gas prices would be so low. I feel like he, he just want. I don't know. I feel like our country would implode, <laughs> but like it would be funny. I'd like, I don't know, because I like, I don't know if he like. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it would be fine. I feel like you can almost stick anyone in the presidency, and will be fine by the end of the four years. Like. There might be their gripes and like problems with it, but we'll be fine at the end of the four years and it'll naturally reset itself. Yeah. Because um, yeah. everyone always acts like it's the end of the world whenever someone from the opposite party uh, comes into office and like, really? It, it's not. And now I will say if Andrew Tate becomes president, I feel like I'd look at that like, ugh. But I think I, we could be fine, like, just because there's this thing called the Senate and House of Representatives and all that stuff. But, yeah, so if Tate runs for president uh, within the next 10 years, just I just want to say I called it. Or, well, next 12 years. Wait, yeah. Eh, next 14 years. I wouldn't be surprised. What color? Imagine running on a campaign of what color is your Bugatti. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It, it I don't know. It, it's funny. The whole it's funny. There's a lot of funny stuff going around. But 
I don't know. It's just, it's kind of funny because I'm just curious if there's enough people and enough like write-in ballots like that, that could even be <laughs> I mean, a thing. I don't think it would have to be write-in. I think he'd have I don't think they're going to have to write him in. I think he's like legitimately just going to run probably, honestly, probably under the Republican Party. Um, and like, I could see it working. It worked for Trump. Like, do, like, do you think, like, do you think he would not actually do a campaign, Dimitri? Because I think. I don't know if he would, just because I don't know if he would actually enjoy being president. So. I mean, I feel like he's talked about some, like talked about at least the idea and entertained it. Well, I think I think he thinks it's so um, corrupt. I don't know if he could, if he would be able to fix it himself, and then like he would think that because he he believes it's corrupt and it is corrupt, but he probably wouldn't want to just because he knows. I don't. I've never heard him specifically talk about um, presidency. I've known he he tries to get in good with high people and like the the hierarchy and stuff. And he talks about that because he knows it's corrupt and then like how they all know each other and how they have, you know, they're connected to the, the highest, most successful businesses and how it's, that's kind of how it's like fixed, if you will. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if he would enjoy being president, especially of the U S I feel, I feel like he might, because where is he, he lives in Romania, right? Yeah. He lives in Romania. I mean, shoot, he might he might try and be president of Romania or something, but well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, like he he says he doesn't like the corruption and stuff of like the Western world, but he completely buys into it in Romania. I mean, to be honest, he's literally said the reason he moved there was because he can do what he wants. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, he said that. Like, um, but that's that's the thing. I I could only see him coming back to America if he were to run for president. Because he wants to be the most untouchable person on the planet. Yeah. And when you're the president of the United States of America, you're the most untouchable person on the planet. Yeah, maybe. We'll have to see. This was proven when no one put pause on Donald Trump for four years um, when he was tweeting from a golden toilet. Like, just talking about, like, that level of controversial, like... You're untouchable. Like when you're the president of the United States of America, no one can really do anything to you. Yeah. No. Dustin, do you want to give any thoughts? I feel like me and Dimitri have like way overly dominated this. Yeah. Um, I don't think Andrew Tate runs for president. I don't I mean, realistically, I don't see him doing it, him wanting to do it. And then but but Andrew Tate did get back on Twitter. Oh my god, let's talk about Twitter. And that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, okay. So he gained, he got on Twitter. I think it was like three days ago. No, I thought it was eight hours. He gained one million followers in forty-eight hours. Wow! Oh my god, that's insane. Um, but yeah. So okay, that's what I wanted to talk about. I knew there was something else I wanted to talk about other than Donald Trump running for president again. Um, Twitter. Dude, <laughs> like Twitter is gone. Twitter's the wild west of social medias now. They unbanned everybody. They unbanned Andrew Tate, Donald Trump, and Kanye, I believe, in the same time frame. I'm pretty sure uh Andrew Tate tweeted, um, I might be the top G, but Elon is the top E. And then when Kanye got unbanned and did the testing testing tweet, Andrew Tate responded, top K. No way. I'm not joking, dude. Dude, Andrew Tate. I mean, I'm surprised. Yeah, you got it, Dustin. Okay, so my thing with Twitter is Twitter is going out of business in the next, like, honestly, like six months. They don't last six months. If you oh, yeah. look at their um, annual report, I think it was four point. So they make about five billion a year. Or last year they did. Four point five billion of that comes from the ads that companies pay to be on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. Well, now that Elon took over and he's all about the like free speech and everybody can be on the platform. Yeah. Well, all the ads have pulled out. So they are they literally lost like eighty percent of their revenue that makes them money. So yeah. Uh here. So yeah, I just want to show you guys this. 
So yeah, 16 hours ago, uh, where the heck is it? Okay, I am top G, but at Elon Musk is top E. And then top K right here. And then he retweeted, dude, his followers scare me. So that's so that's another big thing. So I don't even like care about Andrew Tate that much, to be honest. But it's my same thing with Trump, where I'm like, their followers scare me. Uh, with like how ride or die they are for them. Um, here is what a tweet said that's been retweeted 420 times and has 6,500 likes and 219 quote tweets. Who is Andrew Tate? To the blind, he is the light. To the starving, he is the bread. To the sick, he is the cure. To the lonely, he is companion. To the sad, he is joy. To the prisoner, he is freedom. To the poor, he is treasure. For me, he is everything. I love Top G. And like dude i'm just like scrolling through some of the things he's retweeted and dude his followers are scary like how like how ride or die they are for him like yeah i i think if, if the craziest part is dude he's been relevant for a long time now he's been relevant, um, like it's been relevant for a long time. It's months now, and it's scary because it's like we, Dimitri, we talked about this at the beginning of summer, and you said he was gonna fall off. I, I, I did because, dude, I literally, it's crazy, right? Because I, I, I am on TikTok. I, I scroll on TikTok. I follow people. I wish I wasn't on it as much as I am, but I do. I am on TikTok sometimes, and I've seen the last three years, ever since like 2019, 2018, dude. It literally goes, they they get famous off whatever it is, a joke, a meme, whatever they're doing. They get relevant, and then they die off once they can't find a way to keep that relevancy. And it's usually because what they're doing isn't in style anymore. Mm -hmm. But I think Andrew Tate has, he's evolving very quickly. And he's, he's finding ways to stay relevant by simply using what is trending and taking it to his advantage to dude he's been on the news he's mm -hmm. been on some big interviews and he's not and he's gotten attention from every single um every single fan base every single group of people um and it's every age group um and, and most people most people know who he is and the fact that he's on twitter again i yeah i wouldn't say it's it's it it's just kind of interesting because i mean whether you like him or not, he is a genius. He's a genius. And what he's doing is it, it's crazy. It's it's unprecedented his numbers and the way he's he's changing. Cause at, at one point he made he joined a platform that I forgot what it was called. Do you guys know what it was called? The platform that he joined? I remember he it's they were like, trying to be what was it? It's like an alt-right platform, right? The, yeah, it's yeah. It it's basically, yeah, it's supposed to be like just uncensored stuff um like the same thing as like twitter's doing now i think well because they took on a lot of guys who they've invested a lot of money in guys who were very controversial hmm. um and they tried to get him to really just put the app you know on on the stage with the other big apps and he he changed the app um and they made a lot of money and now he's back on twitter and it, it's just like man he's He's, he's a genius, and yeah, it, like, it is a little weird, um, but we'll see how people react to this now and how he can um, maintain relevancy um, and what what's his next step, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's like love him or hate him, and I absolutely hate him. He is top G. Like, he has shown it. Like, dude, dude is relevant. He's talked about on every podcast in the world on the news, all over social media. There's nowhere you can go without hearing the name MRE Andrew Tate. And it's kind of annoying. And obviously we're feeding into it right now. Well, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and lie, but it's like, it's like when Jake Paul, when it's like whenever YouTubers, everybody put Jake Paul's name in their title because it got so many views in uh, like 2017, 2018, whatever, whenever, if you put Jake Paul in your title, uh, like Logan said in their song, you can pay this month's rent. You put Andrew Tate's name in your title and pay this month's rent. Like, 
he's such a polarizing character that's what it is it's uh, again it's that's how like again i see that in him and donald trump where they're just very polarizing where people either love them or they hate them no in between so yeah. you're still talking to about them because you're still obsessed with them there's no one who's just like oh i don't care yeah no everyone everyone knows everyone feeds into it and if you don't i mean you're you're strong-willed he's an interesting guy whether you like him or not but yeah, no, it's just polarization, um, pop and like populism. He also he championship, he champions himself as like the champion of men and masculinity, so that garners a lot of followers because a lot of men are drawn to it, and yeah. But like, like for me personally, I think he's a fraud. Like, yeah, again, I I've said this before, and I know uh, Dimitri said it yesterday. Dimitri was. Like, dude, you're, like, obsessed with Logan Paul. Um, But, like, I think that's why Andrew has put off fighting one of the Paul brothers for so long. Because if he loses, when he loses, he loses top G status. Because he's taking off that mantle. Because that's his entire thing. His entire thing is masculinity. And, like, being top dog. And then if he loses in a fight to a YouTuber like Logan Paul or Jake Paul um he loses his status so yeah i think um i don't know it it's definitely like they both know what they're doing as far as the marketing part of it because it's 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 gathered a lot of attention again um and everyone's talking about it it's it's everywhere it's it's on my tiktok feed it's on it's on instagram the 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 whole face off thing that was that was on my you know on my feed and it's like he's he's doing it again man andrew tate's coming because there for a second there i was like oh yeah he's definitely gone yeah he's gone i'm not gonna see this guy for a while like he had a good run or whatever that's over but man yeah now he's 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 relevant again and it's because of people like us you know yeah i mean (laughs) to be fair this is how we get our very 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 small paycheck anchor but it's like dude it's interesting it draws attention and like jake paul is a master of that and so is andrew tate and it's just like this is it's it's keeping them their names in people's mouths so that they remain relevant and that's really i've been very impressed with uh, the paul brothers and their ability to do that because it's been years and years now and I'm interested to see if Tate can if Tate lasts a full year of relevancy. I think that's when things get really interesting. So if he can make it six more months of being relevant, I think that's going to be very very intriguing. Just because it's like it's it's hard in this like ever changing culture of instant gratification and the society to stay relevant for that long, and you have to. You, you have to, like you said earlier, evolve and adapt. And it's like, I think, uh, cause I think I'm tired of talking about Andrew Tate and the Paul brothers and Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. Low key. It's TikTok's ruining our generation. Let's get into this. So TikTok and social media and instant gratification, I think are ruining our generation. Uh, I agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Speak on this wall. And then I have something to add to it. Okay, so first off, I want to say, so one kind of issue is anybody can be TikTok famous. Everybody and their mom's TikTok famous. Everybody and their mom has had a TikTok go viral. If you've posted more than five TikToks, I'm pretty sure you've had a TikTok get at least 10,000 likes in this day and age. If your TikTok is at least somewhat clever and creative, you've gotten at least 10,000 likes, gotten a couple thousand followers whatever. And there are so many people with tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands followers on TikTok. And however, though, that thing is, so let's say like, I feel like a lot of people have one video that gets like 200,000 likes. Like I, what's called on my nerd account, I have a video that has like a hundred thousand likes or something and like 500,000 views. And there's a certain like just like you see that you get that but you only get it once and then you're not satisfied if your other videos don't do that well 
Yeah. And then so when you're going to start doing bad, it affects your mental health because you're you got the dopamine rush you got from so much attention is so high. And then like you hit a really low low when your next video get doesn't do that well. And I think that's hurting our generation. And it's an instant gratification thing because we don't we don't think of long term good over instant gratification anymore, like long term satisfaction. It's yeah. anything for clout, anything for views. Um, like, I mean, I like to joke about it, but like, like I do this cause I enjoy it. Not because I care about yeah. like, getting big or whatever. I mean, that would be cool. Jake Paul, uh, team 10, new team 10, uh, hit my line, hit Demetrius line, hit Dustin's line. Um, but it's like, dude, like so many people are so obsessed with it. Like to the point where they're making money off of letting people pay to get more views and more likes yeah all right yeah um all right you can go now well i would just say um the main the main issue like you talked about is people are not um falling in love with like the process of doing stuff they need it so quickly um that it's affecting everybody um it's affecting how we um, have friendships. It's affecting how um, connections, relationships, um, it's affecting goals, especially. And you see, you know, TikToks and you're scrolling and it, it makes you feel empowered. It makes you feel like you're doing something when, you know, because because my for you page, right? Yeah. And I've seen the videos on this. You're, you're feeling down or whatever. You're not even going to think. You're going to allow TikTok to do it for you. So when you scroll five seconds, five seconds, five seconds, you're getting all this stimulation in your head, but it, it's making you feel like you're determined and like you're motivated. But at the end of the day, you're going to still scroll for a couple of scrolls instead of going to do what you need to do. So the process of doing stuff is being um, delayed. It's being with withheld and if you're not going to get as much out of it as you would if you um, eliminate these distractions and you find internal determination um to fall in love with that process so people are just they want and that's the thing attention span wise we are wanting this so quickly now that we cannot simply take the time to um put in the hours every day and then you get impatient um, a good example, I think, is people when, you know, if, if someone were to ask me, like, how do I lose weight? How do I gain weight? How do I do this? How do I put on muscle? How do I get quicker? You know what? You know how you get quicker? You run, you know, yeah. and you run every single day and you do th- certain things and yeah, you stack you bricks, little, you get stack a bricks to make a house yeah. day after day after day. And then yeah. you have yeah. the results. And then you but go people, for more results. And it, people, it just people, people want the house to be built in a day. Rome wasn't built in a day. No, it wasn't built in a day. And that, that's the thing. It's so frustrating. So it, it's affecting. Excuse my language because I'm not going to bleep this out, but it's bullshit, dude. Yeah. Like, it really is. Like, so again, we started this podcast a few weeks ago. Um, I didn't know how it was going to do. We got monetized and stuff recently, which is like cool and all. But dude, I don't care. Like, or like, respectfully like no i love it i'm glad we're monetized because i would love to do this for a living sit here and talk have this be a source of passive income but at the end of the day it's like dude i do this because i enjoy the creative process i enjoy i enjoy sitting here and talking with my friends i enjoy editing and like it took a lot of self-reflection and time with myself i had to delete social medias for like a full month to really start enjoying life again, like through and through. And it helped me so much. And now I love the creative process of things. And like, I had to change how I think because I mean, I was someone who like, again, I liked instant gratification and stuff. I like the immediate results of stuff, but that's just not how things work. And TikTok gives you that instant gratification sometimes. And it's like, and when it does, it makes you feel good, but it just ruins that like, the idea of building something and working because you can make a 15 second video and get hundreds of thousands of views and likes. Yeah. And, and it also adds, and something else that adds to it is um, based on like relationships and stuff. It's like, 
and it's just a little different, but it's like, dude, so many people are just used to, dude, like literally just a notification, right? It feels so, so good in your head. And I don't really get why certain people do this, but some people literally will like snap thousands of people a day just to feel something, you know? And instead of having a real bond, a real connection, a real friend, they're going to put themselves in a position to receive as many notifications as possible. And that goes for TikTok. It goes for Snapchat. It goes for, and it makes you care about this stuff. But when you sit there and you perceive it as if someone were looking at me right now, what would I look like? It would look like me mentally. I'm not going to say this because it's, it's weird, but you're mentally just using your brain and you are just sucking it all in into and you're just you're just sucked into your phone when reality around you is it's beautiful, bro. There's stuff you can do around you that is just it's it's not as stimulating as quickly, but it's satisfying to go outside to do stuff to yeah, no. build a Lego set to build a gingerbread house. I don't know, just get creative, you know, do yeah, something, exactly. play piano, learn an instrument. Yeah, I mean, dude, no. this like and like. I know this, like all this stuff, like right here, all these apps, this, all this stuff on our phone, that's not real. Like if I'm being honest, like I know, like I'm saying that and I'm like, literally this is probably going to be a clip that I'm putting on TikTok and Instagram and stuff, but that's how you grow. So I don't care. Get off my nuts. Um, But like, it's not real. Like at the end of the day, it's cool. That's real. That's That's real. real, Guess what? That's real. What's called? Staying there and working on yourself and developing yourself, gaining in the gym every day. Um, except take your rest days because we all need them. Yeah, um, recover. Taking care of yourself, eating decent, going outside, enjoying the sunlight, going playing sports with your friends and stuff. That's all real. Like, real. I mean, like in fact, we're uploading it. It's actually out now based on when I'm uploading this episode. But like. We're playing a YouTube video where guess what? We went outside. It was cold as hell, but I bought a sword because this is real. Real. And went real. and sliced a bunch of fruit and we had a blast. Because why not? Exactly. We documented it. And I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite if that video does really well, but it's like it's it doesn't like but guess what? It's because we went outside and did something and we documented it. We're not sitting there on our phone doing this making like some post or something like yeah. we're not sitting here doing that and like what's old it's just it's so it's just all all this stuff doesn't really matter like as much as we like to think it does yeah, and that's fact. i think tiktok's the biggest perpetrator of it obviously instagram's a perpetrator of it uh twitter not as much because twitter's the wild west yeah. But Snapchat too, it's like it's just, it's just it's just fake. You you're showing people what you want to be seen. That's why I sometimes I'm like, oh, should I post this? I don't look like I'm like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like it, it's because I, I want to show who you really are. Yeah. And like when you post, you would need to be yourself. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with posting, but at the end of the day, you yeah. cannot be afraid of what others will think. And then you have to be yourself because otherwise, what's the point of social media, right? It's it, you're it's a fake thing. That's why I'll never edit my stuff. It's like in a way that portrays a different, like some people like to edit and put a bunch of filters on their stuff. Yeah. As in like changing the way they look. Exactly. It's like, dude, I hate this is what I look like in this picture. Yeah. I don't care. It's like I'm me like, at the end of the day. I will still go outside like, and the people at my school will see me the way I look, not exactly. with a filter on me, not with a, a bigger chest or bigger arms. There's no, you know, it's the way it is. It, it's the truth. You know, people will see you for who you are I posted, in reality. Uh, yeah. I posted a picture of me and Kyle the other day um, where I had just come out of the freezing cold. My nose was red. My hair was messed up. I looked terrible. And Kyle okay. Kyle was just celebrating a win. He lo- and he looked bad. Then, but guess what? We didn't care because that's me. That's how I looked at that moment. Yeah. And it's just like, be like, I actually like, I kind of like the concept of be real. I deleted it again because I don't like to use it uh, respectfully. I love you, Gary V. Please come on our podcast. But um, 
like dude be real is, i like be real because you're supposed to take it in that two minutes and there's no filters or anything you just Did gary v make it yeah gary v made it oh uh the yeah his idea behind it was you get one time of day take a picture you get to post once a day get that one post and it's real it's supposed to be real that's why it's called be real so guys bffr be freaking for real like that's really just and don't get caught up in all the noise like it doesn't matter dude nothing Uh, matters upload that video you want a video make that post do whatever just be authentic be cringe i love being cringe i am cringe i'm a cringe like and you know what me and walter are gonna go to school and someone will make a comment about his podcast. Who cares? There are fanboys. Fans. It's a fanboy going on my Twitter and thinking I don't know who you are. You're a fanboy. I'm not going to give you attention by saying your name, but you're a fanboy. You listen to every episode of my podcast. Oh. And then you're like, you're mad because I'm celebrating my friend's win. But guess what? Because I'm being authentic and celebrating my friends. I don't have to take yeah. that out on other people because you're miserable and run a shitty. Is that a clip? That's, Is that a, a, clip? that's a clip. That's clip. You know why? Because social media is bullshit. And he's a kid that lives on social media and doesn't live a real life. It's like. Wow. All right. Well, dude. I got to eat some Chinese. All right. Well, yeah, I guess we can end it there. Um, wow. That's, yeah. That was an insane ending. Because it's just, dude, it's not real. Like, yeah, it's not authentic. Anyways, thank you guys for watching today's episode. Dustin was experiencing some technical difficulties at the end. I love you guys. I love you, Dimitri. I love you, Dustin. Love you, love you Kyle. Love, love our you European uh, viewers out there. We love our European viewers. We love them. And yeah, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.